Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here on Mile End, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? Are you making the most of your days? Are you making the most of your summer? You know, time really is our most precious asset, yet it is also the thing we waste, you know, we waste most. And, you know, most of us do it so cavalierly. We always think we have more of it. We always think we have more time. The fact is, you know, time is finite. And, uh, you know, the fact is now is the time for your most cherished projects, not some mythic point in the future when all possible factors and, you know, conditions align perfectly. Always keep in motion. Always keep moving toward what you wish to create and build in life. I got word this morning that a fellow I knew in the uh, addiction recovery world died uh, on the weekend. Uh, He was a poet and a musician, uh, amongst other things. He was a Pisces who had just turned 40 in March. We shared a similar European-based spiritual paths. We didn't see each other often, and you know, less so after he moved first to Edmonton and then and then to Toronto, with a little bit of Montreal time again in between. Yeah, there were there were ghosts here in Montreal that he was trying to move away from. Although I think there were ghosts in a lot of places for him. When we did connect, though, my, much of our conversation was about rites and rituals and nature and magic and. You know, now over the past couple of years, our politics became quite different as he came to embrace a type of libertarian, libertarianism, I suppose. I myself am an old school Tommy Douglas, uh, NDP, or you know, Ed Broadbent, uh, Jack Layton. So that school of NDP. Um, you know, however, the, the disparity of political views did not impact the friendship, you know, as it should not have. So yeah, R.I.P. Jesse A. At your best, you know, you viewed the world with, uh, you know, with an enthusiastic, you know, magical, almost childlike, wide-eyed wonder. And I think that's what I will miss most when I think of you. Today is Lunasaw, one of the pagan and uh, Wiccan Sabbaths. It is also known in some pagan traditions as Lamas. This is a time uh, for recommitment to and protection of what we hope to harvest in our life in the coming days uh, via invocations, rites, and rituals. Bright blessings to all those who travel a spiritual path that observes, observes and celebrates this Sabbath. The Pope was in Canada this week, you know, <laughs> um, to meet the faithful and to partake in a mission of reconciliation with native native people here regarding residential schools. Um, various churches ran beginning in the 1860s to quote unquote educated young uh, educate uh, young indigenous people. Of course, this required uh, you know many children being willing unwillingly plucked from their family home. Um, The conditions in these homes were substandard even for the times, and the diseases of the times took a greatly disproportionate number of lives in the residential schools. And then there were the other types of abuses. Colonization itself was a religious uh, construct, originating uh, originating with the 
uh, papal bull Pope Alexander VI, issued on May 4th, 1493, known as the Intercatera, that provided uh, Portugal and Spain the religious justification and the church's backing to expand their territories in Africa and the Americas. Um, other countries in Europe quickly followed suit. Uh, <laughs> from the moment the uh, emperor of Rome, Constantine, legitimized the Christian church in Europe by converting uh, to Christianity in his bedro- beth- on his deathbed in 337 Common Era, until the age of reason in the 18th century, little happened in Europe without the blessing of the church. And much of what happened was heavily influenced, if not outrightly designed by the church. Pagan Europeans and witches, of course, were vigorously persecuted uh, by the church over that time, you know, often being tortured and killed, and Jewish people were persecuted horribly by the church as well. And that actually, you know, there was a, some, you know, uh, the Catholic Church didn't uh, exactly oppose uh, the fascism and Nazism of Europe in the you know, of, of Germany and Italy and uh, Spain and the, during the World War II, for that matter. So that, you know, that continued on. They were somewhat complicit, uh, you know, uh, to the crimes committed against the Jewish people during that time. The patriarchy itself is a religious construct, one that begins in the myth story of the Garden of Eden. And we can certainly see clear evidence of the relationship of religion and the patriarchy uh, uh, in present-day theocracies in Iran and Afghanistan. In America, fundamentalist religion has, you know, seized control of the Supreme Court in America, facilitated uh, by the extreme right wing of the Republican Party. You know, abortion rights, just the first societal, uh, you know, target of these religious zealots. What a lot of us considered, you know, basic human rights, they see as sins and blasphemies. So all of that being said... Uh, I hope the visit by the Pope of Rome with the indigenous elders across the country and, you know, with the, the folks in the various reserves and the apology extended to them brought some comfort to uh, to those people whose relatives, you know, suffered in the residential schools in Canada. It's, I guess it's a start um, by that, uh, by that religion. Um, the Protestant religion's began the process 30 years ago. Um, a rare, powerful, fate-drenched stellium involving Mars, Uranus, and the North Node began gaining strength and influence on Sunday night and is exact today. For some in their personal life, this will be an aspect of uh, that brings serendipitous good fortune, fortune most likely to manifest in the areas of life that the house where 18 degrees of Taurus um, sits in their natal chart. For others, it will be fated results, perhaps with harsh penalties or consequences. Now, on the world stage, the uh, the influence of the intense volatile energies of the exact alignment of these three astrological placements, you know, can bring uh, chaos, mayhem, and destruction in areas uh, of the world and uh, and in situations where tension and stress have already been building. Uh, Make no mistake, this is a big event aspect. Now, some of you recall using astrology, I predicted the exact date of Putin's invasion of uh, Ukraine uh, uh, in February uh, on my podcast. And uh, I feel the energy of this stellium is likely to further shake up the geopolitical landscape. Will we see an escalation of the war in Europe by Putin? Will we see an attack on Taiwan by China? 
you know, some act of random, bizarre military aggression by the rogue regime in North Korea, a major political assassination in the Western world. Hang on to your hats, folks. Things could get really interesting in the dog days of summer or the very early fall as a result of this stellium. As always, thoughts and energies out to the universe today for the innocent people of Ukraine being brutalized and terrorized by Putin's imperialist armies, as well as for those in all other places in the world also suffering and struggle, struggling to survive in wartime, to live in, you know, just to live in wartime conditions in their homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile neighboring countries, civil war, or terrorist insurgency. And there are countries, you know, in South America, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and, you know, right across the continent of Africa, like half the countries in Africa, practically. So it's a lot of people suffering. Uh, thoughts and energies also for those young girls and women's, women who, uh, you know, um, put at risk and who are suffering because they were denied abortion health care rights by the religious fanatics uh, on the Supreme Court in the U.S. And thoughts and energies for the victims and families of, you know, the now rampant, rampant uh, semi-automatic gun, you know, military-grade weapon violence in America. Um, thoughts and energies, finally, for our beautiful home, the, be uh, the planet Earth, that she may receive the help, the new clean technologies, and the necessary worldwide low birth rates and changes in policy um, that she needs in order to get her, her to a healthy state again. Okay, let's set the table for the week with the upcoming planetary activity for the week of Monday, August 1st to Sunday, August 7th. Weekly moon cycle. Uh, the moon provides an emotion and experience template for us all every 28 days. The moon is in its waxing phase um, this week. This phase is good for attracting, nurturing, and developing uh, type energy work and spells. Uh, the moon is going to transit from Virgo to Libra to Scorpio to Sagittarius this week. So now you want to look at your natal chart and see where those four signs are. See what planets you have in those signs. How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication into which areas of life will be highlighted for better or for worse for you over the next seven days. Now let's look at what the inner planets are doing this week. The sun starts the week at 9 degrees of Leo. We are indeed in Leo season and we'll finish up at 15 degrees Leo. Mercury is at 25 degrees Leo and it will travel to 6 degrees Virgo. So now we've got a change in energy. Venus is 17 degrees Cancer and it will move to 25 degrees Cancer. And Mars is at 18 degrees Taurus and will move to 22 degrees Taurus. So again, take a look at your natal chart and see where Taurus, Cancer, Leo, and Virgo are. Via house rulerships, you will be able to see areas of life that will be affected most for you by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets. Now for the more constant planetary energy in the zodiac. Jupiter has us uh, reflecting on our journey at 8 degrees retrograde. Saturn is bringing up the past, you know, bringing the past into the present at 22 degrees Aquarius retrograde. Uranus is stirring the pot at 18 degrees Taurus. Neptune is deepening consciousness at 25 degrees Pisces retrograde. Pluto is revealing shadow truth at 26 degrees Capricorn retrograde. Chiron the healer is facilitating fresh healing in old wounds at 16 degrees Aries retrograde. And Black Moon Lilith is offering tantric, tantric release 
deepening sexual awareness, is opening magical channels and enabling personal empowerment at 12 degrees Cancer. The North Node is at 18 degrees Taurus and the South Node is 18 degrees, 18 degrees Scorpio. So the karmic axis runs low to high from Scorpio to Taurus at that degree point. Go back to your natal chart, see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are percolating there. So now let's take a look at, you know, put it all together and let's see how the coming week looks. Uh, Monday, well, we begin the week with a Virgo moon. Um, However, really what dominates is that Mars-Uranus-North node stellium, um, which we already talked about. Um, Probably a day to, you know, just lay low a little bit, uh, keep your head down, and uh, stay out of trouble. Um, Tuesday... Less than a minute after midnight, the moon transits into Venus-ruled Libra. Uh, Venus and Cancer sextiles Uranus and Taurus, creating energies of love and attraction with an element of the unusual. This can have many breaking with type, you know, um, so dating older or younger, exploring the far reaches of their sexual boundaries, flirting with personal uh, 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 boundaries and taboos, etc. Um... Very interesting sexual romantic energy Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, lunar energies remain social and Venus influenced as the moon continues to transit the harmony building sign of Libra. Uh, Venus and Cancer uh, sextiles Mars and Taurus creating, you know, well, sexual energies. And... Uh, making Wednesday an ideal night for dating situations and taking those dating uh, situations further in very intimate ways. Uh, Really the best date night of the week is Wednesday. Um, Thursday at 7.47 Eastern Daylight Time, the moon moves into Scorpio. Well, that's always an intense moon. Um, That fixed water moon. And of course, Leo and Scorpio are the two like least compatible signs. Well, maybe Gemini and Scorpio might rival it, but rival it... uh, but is, yeah, Leo, Scorpio, the least compatible signs and energies in the Zodiac. So the moon in Scorpio in Leo season brings an intense and discordant tone to the cosmic energy mix always. Uh, now we've got uh, Mercury entering Virgo. And so our thoughts become more analytical uh, with that shift that, you know, um, starts to take place or that transit that starts to take place on Thursday. Uh, The effect of the combination of these lunar Scorpio and Virgo Mercury energies can be pretty obsessive. You know, certainly Thursday is going to be a great day for research. It can also be a day for falling into rabbit holes, though. Uh, Mercury is going to transit Virgo until August 25th, then it moves into Libra. Friday, the moon continues its transit through Scorpio. Energies get more dramatic as it aligns with the south node, The you know, the... Um, bad karma, old karma, retribution-oriented karma. This can be a day of emotional trials and tribulations. Uh, be careful that you do not say or do something, you know, Friday that you cannot take back. Um, not a good day to try to get away with something. Um, Saturday at 12.39 Eastern Daylight Time, the moon shifts into Sagittarius, which creates lighthearted, fun-seeking social energy, which is just ideal for a summer weekend. 
And then Sunday, we have Venus in Cancer forming a magical trine with Neptune in Pisces, which will have many falling in love, be it with another person or an artistic pursuit or project. So Sunday is beautiful for art and for love and for both. And um, so don't resist. Be open to those energies. That's it for this week. Uh, you know, for daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram at Duncan de Montang. You'll find one mo- posted most days in the story section on my Instagram. I also post astrology reports on the blog on my website. You can find a link for all that stuff and more in the bio on my Instagram. I have one of my link, one of those link tree things there. Um, I want to thank you all for listening. I wish each one of you well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to others and be good to yourself. Mm-hmm.